hot takes, insider tips, and top recommendations. Leading the way in leisure travel, we're talking about everything you need to plan your best vacation yet. This is The Travel Beat with ALG Vacations. Why plan with a pro? Because you don't want to settle for an okay-ish vacation. You want your getaway in the hands of someone who not only knows the ins and outs of travel, but is there to answer your questions and solve any issues. They're there to match you to the right vacation, right destination, and the right resort for you. So, how do you find a travel advisor? Go to www.traveladvisorsgetyouthere.com and click on Find an Advisor. We have six unique and distinct brands to help get you to where you want to go. Apple Vacations, FunJet Vacations, Travel Impressions, United Vacations, Southwest Vacations, or or Blue Sky Tours. Thank you for listening to The Travel Beat with ALG Vacations. And now, on with our show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Travel Beat with ALG Vacations. If you listened to our last episode, you know we're talking about how to pick the right Hawaiian island for you. How do you know which island to go to? Well, we're asking an expert. Marilyn Valenti-Tampoya with Live, Laugh, Love Travel is back to discuss part two of picking the right Hawaiian getaway for you. Hi, Marilyn. Welcome back. Hi. Good to be back. Wow. Our last episode, we covered so much ground on the Hawaiian Islands and Oahu and Maui, which are probably the most well-known islands, I would say. But Mm -hmm. there's so much more to cover. I know. So how are we going to do this in a condensed uh, version? But we're going to try our best. (laughs) Yes, we are. And we're going to start with my favorite island, Hawaii. A lot of times people p- will pronounce this island Kauai. And guys, in the Hawaiian tongue, every vowel is enunciated. So it is Kauai. <laughs> yes, it is Kauai. I'm going to agree with you. This is actually when someone asked me which island I love the most, I would say Kauai as well. It's just, it's those jagged green peaks that get you. Yeah, it's basic. It's, it's really a lush and tropical and just super stunning. The most spectacular views I've seen on Kauai involved a helicopter or boat tour. But I do know that some of those that like those extensive hikes, they get some great views too. When you're talking about helicopter tours, I think if you're going to do one in Hawaii, this is the island to do a helicopter tour on because it is just great peaks and valleys, canyons, waterfalls. It's the island of adventure, in my opinion. It is the fourth most visited island, but it's full of uncrowded and secluded beaches, which is what makes it great. I guess I would say it has a amazing scenery, but with a laid back persona. It is. And, you know, a lot of people refer to it as like the garden aisle, because that's like how lush it really, really is. I would say that one of the major natural sites on Kauai would be Waimea Canyon. You would have to do an excursion revolved around that because that's one of the most truly unique ones. Again, you could do this from a helicopter tour, which is amazing because you'll see those colorful dips, peaks and lush vegetation just Kauai is a true gem in itself. It's so lush and green and gorgeous. Well, and like, you know, we hear a lot about the Grand Canyon. I don't think we hear enough about the Waimea Canyon because it is equally as breathtaking. Yeah, it, it truly is. Well, I was going to say too, also on the South Shore, Kauai is uh, popular because it's sunnier even during the winter months. Poipu is located here, which is, and Poipu basically have an array of accommodations with the uh, dining and shopping. And that's generally what, where I will send my travel clients. 
We've done Kauai now, and we have time to go to another island, and we want to make it maybe a little more exclusive. Tell me about Lanai. Lanai. Well, I will tell you that this is the smallest inhabited island and privately owned island. It's only accessible by ferry from Maui, but the crossing can be like a rough 50 minutes. So alternatively, you can also fly from another island like Maui, Oahu, or the big island. But if you want to do one of those nonstop flights, it's really going to only come from Maui or Oahu. It's more of an off the beaten path type of vacation. There are no stoplights and there really are only two five-star resorts with one boutique property, like a hotel. And this is more of an exclusive and luxury vacation for those that are looking for a little more seclusion. It's split up between three regions, which is the South Lanai, Central Lanai, and North Lanai. What type of traveler would be good for Lanai? Because I imagine with it being so small and remote, it's a very specific client that you would send to this island. Yeah. I mean, as I mentioned, it's basically going to be for someone who's looking for something more exclusive, something high-end, something that where they're going to feel like they can just get away from it all. So I typically will get uh, the clients that are looking for something truly unique. And that's what this would offer them. Uh, On this island, mentioning the resorts, one of those resorts is a five-star resort called the Four Seasons Resort Lanai. And this one overlooks Kulupoe's Bay, which is a marine preserve. And that is protected by tide pools. And so it makes great for snorkeling and swimming. Sounds amazing. And there's one other island that's also a little bit more exclusive and low-key and very, very quiet compared to maybe like Oahu. And that is Malakai. We briefly touched on it in the last episode, but tell us a little bit more about Malakai. Malakai is another very small island. (laughs) It is considered one of the quietest islands, but surprisingly, it's also the fifth most populated out of the major islands. This is just another island where you will not find one single traffic traffic light. I love three. that. It makes it gives me like a Robin yeah. Crusoe vibe. I do. I love it. Yeah, there's there's really only three ways you can get to this island. They all involve taking a flight. The flight is, I would say, roughly around 25 minutes. You're either going to take one from Oahu or there's two different airports um, on Maui where how you can get there. Although it's a small island, there are more options for ac- accommodations here. Those accommodations range from a couple of hotels, condos, cottages, uh, and bed and breakfast days. I will say that Hotel Molokai is a popular one because it's oceanfront property. With Lanai and Molokai being very small, more remote islands, a little more tranquil, are there excursion options on these two islands? Some of the highlights would be Halawa'a Valley, and there you can see like towering waterfalls. They do have two swimmable beaches, You can do some hiking there. I would say this is probably about an hour and a half to a two hour drive from the airport. Then there's also where you can visit, and I'm going to, I don't know if I'll butcher this, but Kanakaki, which is basically only 15 minutes from the airport. And that is a charming little town where there, that um, has the main harbor. Around this area, you will find this cute little row of churches, which is called Church Row. 
And that is seven small missionary style churches that that date back as far as the late 19th century. You'll also find local eateries and shops. And then there's also uh, Mauna Loa, which is a small town around 20 minutes drive uh, west of the airport. This is also near two popular beaches. Popohaku Beach is one of the largest white sand beaches in Hawaii, which makes it so popular. There are unique shops there and you will find also big wind kite factory. There you can like do kite making classes. They sell wind socks. You can get souvenirs for friends and family or yourself. And it's almost like a museum. So there's there's quite a bit to do there, nice. surprisingly. Yeah. So if it does get a little too quiet for you listeners, it's okay. You can leave the property and go explore. No matter how small the island is, there's still something to entertain you. Yeah. And the, and the best way to get around is by car. Honestly, there it's only <laughs> there's only one two lane highway and it runs from one end to the other. All right. And then we have one last island to discuss in our podcast. And a lot of people refer to this island as the big island, but it is in fact the largest inhabited Hawaiian island and it is named Hawaii, not to be confused with the state name. But let's talk about the island of Hawaii. Yes, it's also the youngest of the islands. <laughs> largest and the youngest. Oh, the largest and the youngest. Yes, yes. It does have a, a lower population density over Oahu, Maui, and Kauai. But that just means, guess what? You're going to find less crowds than the other major islands. This island actually is made up of six main regions, Kona, Hilo, Kohala, Hamakua Coast, and Kau, and Puna District. But we in the travel industry mainly focus on Hilo and Kona, since this is where most of the tourists stay. And I feel like um, a lot of people have heard of Kona because of Kona coffee. Yes, it's famous for that. Mm-hmm. But I do often get asked the question, where is it better to stay, in Hilo or Kona? <laughs> So my answer to that is that if you're interested in seeing volcanoes, waterfalls, black sand beaches, and experiencing a small uh, town charm, then Hilo is going to be your place. Hilo is older and more tropical looking, and that's the side that has like all the plant life. If you prefer a sunny, like more sunny weather and want to be close to nightlife, shopping and more touristy attractions, then Kona is going to be a great choice. So it's basically it's, it really is two different sides, two different ways of vacationing. But like you said, Kona is famous for its 100 percent Kona coffee. <laughs> and speaking of that, as far as something to do, you can visit the Kona coffee farm. You can get tastings there, purchase gifts. I mean, I've been there. It's a fun little tour that we did. On the Hilo side, another fun thing that you could do would be visiting the Big Candy Factory. That was a great place to also get some tasting samples and purchase gifts. Candy and coffee. I I mean, that's like two <laughs> two of my favorite things. Sounds blissful to me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a perfect day. Let me tell you what. <laughs> then go, go back to your hotel at the end of the night and, and cap it off with a Mai Tai. You're good. You're golden. Oh, yes. You always need a Mai Tai when you visit Hawaii. <laughs> yes, yes. If you don't, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's an active volcano on the island of Hawaii as well, right? Yeah, I was going to say it. I mean, this island is uh, super diverse. <laughs> it basically has the most national parks, but it does have the what is considered as the active volcano. I would say for this one, that because that is one of the most requested activities to do here, it's actually hiking through the Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. You can watch where the lava flows in the background at the same time. You can tour tropical gardens. I would say 
one of the activities that I get highly requested would be called Circle of Fire, Volcano and Waterfalls Helicopter Tour. I always recommend a helicopter tour here because you can see everything from the air and it's one of the most breathtaking adventures that you could do on this island. And it's not something you're going to see on every vacation and every destination. And you certainly aren't going to see it on every Hawaiian island as well. So when you're going to the big island of Hawaii, It's important to budget that. And if you're planning through a travel advisor listeners, you can deposit down and pay as you go to make sure that you're hitting all of these amazing sites on your vacation. Oh, yeah. I mean, this this it's the big island and there's plenty to do there. (laughs) Yes. But but yet stay away from the heavy crowds. So if I was taking my family to Hawaii for vacation and I could only do three islands and they're ages four, six, and eight, my kids, and they they love activities, they love hiking, they love waterfalls, but they also like a good beach day. What are the three islands you would recommend for that kind of family trip? Well, honestly, I'm going to recommend most likely Oahu, also Maui, and the Big Island. That's personally the three that I would go for 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 a family that has a wide range of, you know, younger ones. I think there's just more to more options for them to, you know, something to satisfy everyone uh, of all ages, because some of these other smaller islands or ones that offer a little more uh, seclusion and remoteness uh, may not be as appealing, you know, to families. I wouldn't discourage like uh, families going to Kauai, but honestly, I think I've had it where families might do a seven to 10 night stay and, and I'll even split up their trip, you know, because I do think Kauai is worth visiting, even with younger ones. But I would say the bulk of their vacation would be more on one of those larger islands that have Mm -hmm. more to offer. And listeners, the reason I'm asking Marilyn these questions is because every type of traveler and every type of vacation is different. So by working with a qualified travel advisor like Marilyn, who is a Hawaiian expert, she can really match you to the right island, the right destination, right time of year, and help you plan out all of your excursions, car rentals. If you don't want to rent a car and you want transfers, she can help you set up all of that all in one booking. Like I said earlier, you can like deposit down. So if you plan it a year out, you can make payments along the way to make sure that you're able to really budget accordingly and plan the trip of the lifetime that you want to go. Because most people don't get to go to Hawaii, but once in their lifetime, if you're lucky. So always work with a trusted travel advisor like Marilyn, because she's been there as we learned in the last episode more than 24 times and <laughs> That's a lot. make sure you're finding the right advisor for you and that focuses on the right destination for you. Yeah. Marilyn, what would your ultimate travel tip be? Oh, this is a big one. We're, we're going to go for car rentals here. So when traveling to Hawaii, I would highly recommend renting a car no matter what island you're on and renting it early on in the vacation planning process because car rentals, they're islands. So they're very limited. And you get a much better deal if you rent well in advance versus having to face low availability with higher prices to no availability. And the biggest perk of renting a car is the flexibility. Having your own car, you can decide when you want to leave and what you want to do. Hawaii has so much to offer and sometimes you need to explore the roads yourself. Even if you're staying in Waikiki, I would recommend renting a car because there is more out there to explore far far beyond that city. (laughs) Yes, there is. And you can drive the whole island in a day and I highly recommend it because like I said, the best food you're ever going to have in Hawaii is not in a restaurant. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. And in case our listeners weren't listening to episode one of this, and of course, they're going to go back and listen to it now. But where can our listeners find you on social media? Yes, they can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I love TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but if they visit my website, live, laugh, love, travel.com, they can easily find all the social media links there. Yes. And I highly recommend you go and find her because she is giving out some useful advice. Thank you. I'm hoping I, I know I just started it. And but I, I plan on having a lot of information out there for people to um, review because I know people have a lot of questions and I can't answer everybody at once. So this is my way of doing it. <laughs> all right, listeners, make sure you're following us along on social media too, on Instagram at travelbeat ALGV and on Facebook and TikTok at Ask a Travel Advisor ALGV. And until next time, let's talk soon.